0: Hey, when I'm not watching the country fall apart because of a reality TV show host as president, I am Oda Bredum Jr. Guys, welcome back from our little holiday break. Excited uh, to have you guys back. And we have a very special guest, a returning guest. We have Big Sav here. Sav, welcome back.
1: Good to be back.
0: So, yeah. what we have this week is actually a very special podcast. We're going to be going over the six NFL playoff games this weekend as well as the national championship game for college football. So we're going to start off with one of the more uh, contested games that we've kind of discussed uh, as MSU Twitter. It's Sav's Indianapolis Colts against the Bills Mafia Buffalo Bills. Um, Sav, since you're personally invested in this game, is it your hometown team, I'll let you start
1: this thing off. Yeah, this one, um, this one I really don't know a ton about, to be honest with you, just because I, I haven't watched the bills at really a whole lot this year. I do know that they're destroying teams. Uh, Josh Allen is, you know, a top three player in the NFL this year. Um, and they're going to have a home field advantage. It's going to be pretty good compared to the Colts just because the Colts are, you know, uh, indoor team. Um, but the line, I got the Colts, uh, six and a half points. I think, it's been a little bit since they've been in the playoffs. They got, you know, I don't know what the weather is exactly, but Jonathan Taylor just had a top. I'm granted it was against the Jaguars, but a top, you know, ten performance of all time. Um, if they can keep the good the ground game going, um, and then let Phillip Rivers uh, work his magic in the fourth quarter, like we we know he does all the time, uh, <laughs> I think they I think they can cover that. I'm afraid of this game, but I think the Colts can they can cover it, but I don't think they're going to win this game, but I got them covering the six and a half that I see if that's what you guys have to, but
0: yeah, I think, I think that's, that's actually not a bad bet just because I believe that defense defense does travel in Indianapolis. They've shown that they play elite defense on any given week. I mean, they've Darius Leonard is one of the most underrated players in the NFL and they also yeah. have phenomenal run game. I know, one of the members of MSU Twitter, Zanjo, said Jonathan Taylor stinks. Um, that <laughs> yeah. that aged like milk. And Jonathan <laughs> like Taylor. Stuff. Yeah, like 99% of his takes. I love you, Zanjo. But, yeah, I mean, what he did against Jacksonville is very impressive. Um, I personally, I think Buffalo's going to win this game. I love what the, that team has become. I uh, yeah. just think based off the heartbreak of choking against Houston last year, I think they're going to bounce back and take lessons from that. and kind of uh, take
2: it to Indianapolis here. Yeah, I wanted to jump on that with you, Brett. I'm on the uh, the Bills plus or minus the six and a half. And that's just because I think Josh Allen might be the best quarterback that the Colts have seen all year. I mean, you look at the Colts' strength of schedule, it ranks like, what, bottom two, bottom three in the entire NFL for the season. Um, you just take that and you go along with, some of the trends that the Colts have done they've had a they've had a pretty easy run of the the season so far and they've made the playoffs and that's good for them but I I don't know if they can stop the Bills you know I don't know if they can handle the outside pressure Rocky Asin has not been good on at a corner spot You, you know Darius Leonard is a is a run stopper so I don't know if the Bills can run the ball that great but they might just have their way in the passing game um, because if Darius Leonard's trying to get those sacks and trying to stop the run, who, who's covering Dawson Knox off the tight end. So I think the bills win this game. I'm, I'm going to take the minus the six and half and a half and I'm going to roll
3: with it. Um, I kind of went against everyone here and <laughs> not, not by picking the Colts, but I did do, I did do the over in this one. I did over 51. Um, you know, the Colts and the bills, they have two top ten offenses, um, and like their scoring defenses, like, they aren't that good. Like the Colts give up a lot of points for being one of the better defenses in the league. So for, for some people, um, Buffalo they have an explosive like an explosive offense, um, and they wear teams down defensively. And then the Colts they have like a really good run game. Like Jonathan Taylor, he's going to wear them down, and I think they're going to put up like a lot of points. Um yeah. Buffalo's run defense is twenty-seventh in the NFL and they will have have twenty one touchdowns like on the ground. So I think Taylor's gonna have a big game. I think he's gonna open up the passing game for Phillip Rivers. Um and then like Josh Allen, he's as good as people on Twitter are saying. <laughs> After watching some uh, some highlight videos on YouTube, I've I'm, I'm ready to of like take back a little bit of the slander, but they gotta be the Colts <laughs> for me to, to be all in. But I like the over in this one. I think Buffalo they're gonna win, even though I don't want them to. But, yeah, the over have are gonna hit in this. They
1: they did play uh the Packers, um, and Aaron Rodgers did have a pretty good game. Uh wasn't his best, but I think that um just to go what Sean was saying, they haven't played a quarterback. They did play Aaron Rodgers, they did win, but Aaron Rodgers did play pretty well still. So just throwing that out there.
2: All right, I forgot a game. I'll I'll
1: apologize. You forgot the MVP. You know, it's all good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's, who's to say? at the end of the day, who's to say?
1: Well,
0: speaking of the MVP, we had – everybody thought Russell Wilson was going to be MVP after the first yeah. half of the season. And he kind of tailed off just a bit, just enough where he's not in that discussion anymore. And mm-hmm. one of our resident members – and it, Dad of Bacon Wire, Lucas. <laughs> his Rams are playing against Seattle Seahawks. Um, personally, I like the Rams plus three and a half in this game. Something about Seattle, I don't know. They didn't really finish the season all that strong. It seemed it seemed like week in and week out, they were just a different team. I, I don't trust that run game. That defense is just not not good. Uh, is no matter how good Russell Wilson is, it's tough to beat. Uh, a defense like the Rams, where you have Jalen Ramsey, who's going to shut down DK Metcalf, and then you have Aaron Donald, who's the best defender I've ever seen. So I think that the Rams are going to cover that game. Do they win it outright? I I, I hope so, but I'm not going to go. I'm not going to be that extreme. Uh, so that that's kind of what I'm feeling about that game.
3: Um. Yeah. Just to go off that, I picked Seattle minus three and a half. Um. So. The Rams—they don't have Jared Goff this week. They're going to be playing, um, what's his name, John or John Wolford. Uh, last week, completed fifty-seven percent of his passes and didn't even throw up for a touchdown. They do get uh, Cup back this week, so maybe that'll be the boost that they need. But the Seahawks are six and two against the spread at home this year, and they won by an average of 10, 10.8 points. And in Week Fifteen, they played the Rams at home and they won twenty to nine with Jared Goff in the lineup. So I just think like not having your your go-to quarterback like your franchise guy starting a playoff game against the Seahawks away even without the fans, I think that's gonna be tough to match. And the three and a half is not the biggest spread. So I like Seattle. I think they're gonna win. Um I don't even think it's gonna be relatively close. It might be like 10 points or something like that. But yeah, I like them on that game.
1: Yeah, it was uh so about Jared is so is he 100% out or is that just yeah he's, he's
3: he's done I think or not maybe not for the year but for this game for sure
2: I haven't seen anything official <clears throat> yet but it's I've seen some stuff leaning towards he's not playing
0: the yeah, call, calls have been made and yeah. it does not seem like he's been playing he's going to play
1: okay i think that's actually going to change my pick i had the rams but and i know that Jared Goff is not like the best quarterback ever but he still has experience um and that matters a lot in these situations and I know that he tailed off at the end, but that is a, a massive QB advantage for Seattle um, and at home, regardless of the really the fans or anything. It's just I think that the Seahawks are going to cover that spread. Um, yeah. And just because you're going to let you're we going to see Russ cook. And so that's my pick. Not a whole lot left. I don't really know. I don't really watch the uh, the Rams a whole lot, but I was thinking that they're playing well at the end of the year, but not anymore.
0: Yeah, they're just a tough team to kind of get a gauge on. I'm just going based off of they have, other than the quarterback position, I, I like the, their talent level a little bit more. Um, and we the actually, defense is
1: totally different. Like the defense, Seattle's defense is pretty awful. But unfortunately, it's their, their their secondary is the thing that's the worst thing ever. But if they're not playing a QB that's particularly very good, that's gonna you know mitigate some of that that issue.
2: Yeah, and some of the, some of that reasoning is going into my next pick, and I've got the under forty two and a half, um, just because I don't we we don't really know who's starting that quarterback for the Rams. At the end of the day, both both teams are have been playing better defense. Seattle's defense has been a lot after the first five six. I
1: think we got the uh, the Amish uh, connection (laughs) going on right now. Yeah, t- uh, <laughs> Swaggy T has
0: that uh, <laughs> that's rule. That's in ship Shawana, Wi-Fi that on Wi Fi right now. That on Wi Fi. So mm-hmm. we actually just got a notification. Um, we do have someone who just joined the pod. We have uh, one of our favorite uh, members. We have Takes, who was just able to join. Um, he was running a little bit late. He did get his part one of his vaccine recently, and he was having some side effects. His third arm just grew. So he's getting that looked at, but it um, ta- takes us here. <laughs> ta- takes what do you what do you have for this rams Seahawks game? I know you love. Is this the, the first game,
4: game, game. that uh, is being discussed?
0: Uh, no, we we did go
4: Colts Bills, so you can. Um, know, I'll take uh, the Bills minus six or minus six and a half, whatever. Um, and I like the over in that game as well. Uh, I surprisingly think there's going to be a lot of points. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor is an animal. If you're playing DFS, I think he's a lock. Uh, And then I like the Seahawks minus three. No one knows who's playing quarterback for the Rams. Um, The Seahawks haven't been great lately, but their defense actually has been better of late. But I like the Seahawks minus three. Uh, If Jared Goff is playing like 100%, then that might change my mind. But as of now, I like the Seahawks. Great picks.
1: I love it. Good stuff.
0: I do
4: have sure. to
1: admit,
0: I am going down with the, I am going down with the, sh- uh, the ship here. Um, I've said for weeks how I wanted the Rams to win the NFC West, just, just so I was right, which I obviously was. Just, I'm admitting on the pod. I, I admit I'm wrong once a year, so I'm doing this early. I'm gonna admit that I was wrong, and the Rams did not win the division. So <laughs> that's me being the bigger man. So that's
2: so
3: my really one, <laughs> yeah, it's my one
0: that. admission of the year. So got that on recording
3: so is it tutters picks yeah uh, <laughs> did Tutter. indianapolis turn your wi-fi back on after you pick the bills
1: <laughs> yeah we couldn't hear you,
3: uh, I don't we you couldn't,
1: that. yeah we can we you hear, hear me
2: hear you. now yeah yeah can you hear me all right um after i picked the bills oh shit uh do you even hear my seattle Rams, anything no, no, you can hear now? No. Oh, sorry, shit.
1: Sentences, but not, not much of it.
2: All right, well, I took the under of 42 Surprise. and a half for oh, the Rams in Seattle just because we don't know who's playing quarterback for the Rams, um, if it's John Walford or if it's Jared Goff. Um, Seattle's defense has been a lot better the last second half of the season, and the Rams' defense is number one in, like, a lot of yards per- against stats for the defensive side of the ball. And then Seattle unders in the last eight games are seven and one. Um, so deep. their offense has really slowed down lately. I think that this game is going to be low scoring, so I think that under 42 and a half is it's a pretty good it's a pretty good pick. The numbers are behind it.
0: Yeah, can't, can't really argue with that there. Um, the next game we have on our slate, um, well first, let's SD. We got our host here. I didn't forget about you. SD, do you have any – what's your feeling on this game? I know you're, you've you been kind of on that Seattle train a little bit. You and uh, you and one of our – Braden Burke's biggest fan. I know you two are both – All right, easy. People.
5: Don't, don't, no, no, no. <laughs> Dude, don't you fucking dare. Hey, don't hey. you fucking dare. Brett? <laughs> Check me out. You son of a bitch. Um. Check, yeah. I legit, I like the over, I like the over 42. Um, I think 42 is kind of a low number. I think Seattle might be able, may, might be able to hit that number themselves. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I think Goff's probably out. So uh, the Rams defense is going to have to spend a lot of time on the field. Uh, they're going to get gassed. Russ is going to cook. I really, I, the over 42, I think, I think is easy money.
0: Would you call it free money?
5: I, nothing in this life is free, my friend. But it, it, I think it would be easy money. I think it's easy money.
0: Absolutely. Hmm. Um, so the next game is actually probably my second favorite game in this whole slate. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady versus the Washington football team. Um, I, for me in this game, the spread is Tampa Bay minus nine. I'm rolling with the Buccaneers. This team has just looked so good. I mean, granted, they played uh, the, whatever, the, the corpse of Matt Patricia's defense as well as Atlanta's defense, and they, they, they just obliterated them. Um, obviously, Washington's got that great defensive line led by Chase Young, um, but that offense for Washington sucks. Uh, I just really think Tampa Bay is out on a mission. They're my sleeper to win the NFC, so I'm going – with the Buccaneers. Minus nine. Takes?
4: So, not so fast, my friend. (laughs) I actually think Washington, plus the points, um, there's a lot of disrespect going around with Washington football team, but you have the defensive line, they have the great defense, and nine is a lot of points. Sean, I know you're thinking the same thing. But I think Washington plus nine. I think that's the that's the bet. I was, I actually think it's a stay away spot. But I think the best, I think the best opportunity here is to lay uh, to plus nine. Yeah, I, I agree yeah, with that.
3: Go Sean.
2: No, I, I was going to say, I was going to say, I agree. It takes nine points in an NFL playoff game is is a lot of points. So I took the Washington football team as well. Just because, as how competitive the NFL is, nine points—it's just too much for me in an NFL playoff game.
4: You got to respect Alex Smith; he's on a mission this year.
0: Yeah,
3: I think yeah, one uh, leg.
0: Listen, <laughs> I saw we saw the first game that Alex Smith came back. Aaron Donald hopped on his back and said that his leg was strong afterwards. Um, and Dominican Sue is on that Tampa Bay defense, and he's a psychopath. I'm not putting it past him to snap Alex Smith's leg back in half. Uh, I, it's just going to be a bad situation,
3: but we'll see. So I'm going to pick the football team plus nine just because, you know, that their defense is not to be trifled with. So, like, the key to being, like, Tom Brady and Tampa Bay is to just, like, collapse the prop, the pocket and make him throw and stuff. And, like, that's Washington's strength. Like, they have, like, a great defensive line and stuff. And, like, I think – Like, they're not going to win this game. Like, Tampa Bay's going to win. But, like, nine's a lot of points. Alex Smith is as good of a game manager at quarterback as you can find in the NFL right now. Like, what he does is, like, conservative. He's not going to throw the ball 50 yards down the field. He's not going to, like, make plays that win you the game, but he's going to keep you in this game. So, I think, like, they'll do just enough with their defense, like, their line. And, like, what offense they do have to, like, stick around. But I think Tampa Bay wins, but they'll cover for sure. So,
1: yeah, I, I um I am gonna actually take the uh the Buccaneers uh to cover. Um, but I do understand a lot of the talking points regarding, you know, the Redskins and they kinda have at least on the defensive end, um and the defensive line, they have that, you know, that formula that caused, you know, the Patriots to lose two Super Bowls. But Outside of that, I'm just not a big believer in really much of what the Redskins – or the uh, football team does. Um, That's twice, sir. Yeah. uh, Sorry, I don't don't speak about them a whole lot, so that's going to happen a few times. Uh, But – and, you know, the Buccaneers, they're just rolling right now. And I think that they're a little ticked off that, um, that they were the best team in the NFC South, but they didn't win the division. And so I think that they're going to, you know, be a little ticked off about that, that they're playing an away game when they're the best team in the NFC South. And it's they're going to be with the best quarterback in the NFC South and probably the best – <laughs> maybe the best receivers, receiving court too. Um, and they're
3: going
4: to come out. Uh, yards per <laughs> attempt.
3: Do we know? Hey, I'm, I'm gonna say one thing. Did you it's hey hard guys to be, did you know? Did you no, guys let know? Shut up, Jordan. Speak.
5: Nope, I'm muting <laughs> you. Hey. Uh, did you did you guys know that Dak Prescott, who snapped his ankle in week four and is a quarterback, has more oh, receiving no. touchdowns oh, no. this season than Michael I Thomas? Know. I heard
3: that. I heard that. It's <laughs> not good. I'm just gonna say one thing. It's hard to be the best team in your division when you get swept by the division champion, <laughs> <laughs> well, including, including a 38-3 blowout. <laughs> including oh, a 38-3 blowout.
2: <laughs>
1: it's well, hard to be Tampa the best Bay. team in
3: your division when you lose. We're just getting
1: to know well, each other at that time.
0: <laughs> One advantage that Tampa Bay has this week is that their quarterback, Tom Brady, um, he's going to be inspired Go. by some of the events that occurred this week. And he was <laughs> able really to take off yeah. his... Uh, he wasn't able to take out his aggression on the U.S. Capitol in the rotunda. So he might <laughs> try to oh, show some <laughs> anger. Um, yeah, oh, Drew Brees, he's going to be angry too, but we'll get to that later. <laughs>
5: uh, oh, I, honestly, um, I agree with Sean and Tay, I'm taking the football team plus nine. Hey, uh, I, have, I have them too. And and Couch. Uh, yeah. Because the last the last year and a half has been so fucking stupid – it wouldn't surprise me if the football team just straight up won it out, right? Because (sighs) (laughs) it always seems like that happens where like a six and 10 team or a seven and nine team from a shitty division makes it into the playoffs. And like, it's always, and it's a game, no matter who, no matter who the team is, no matter who they're playing. So I just think that, I think that you know like like Sean said the NFL is way too competitive to have a line this big and we're going to talk about it um in a again. couple of games coming up. Yeah, we're going to talk about this again, but to, it's, to go off that's, 9 sorry, is go off so the... crazy and I think the the football teams like dangerous enough to where they can cause enough chaos to win it outright.
1: The uh the 7 and 9 thing, I, I can I can see that because um well I don't know if if uh Couch was a fan of them at this time. But in 2010, the uh, 7-9 and Seahawks uh, beat the Saints that year. But I'm yeah, not sure I know. if Couch ran that one. Yeah. I watched the game. <laughs> Wasn't that the, the beast quake? Yeah. That was the beast quake. Hold my dick. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, so next game. Yeah, we can stop. We've got – Okay, this one, we're, we're actually
0: going to start off with uh, the Tutter this time. We're going with his – one of his 15 teams he roots for. We're going with the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cleveland Browns. So, Tutter, I'm not sure which hat you're going to have on this Saturday or Sunday, but I'm assuming it's going to be the Steelers.
2: Yeah, it's going to be the Steelers. Uh, I'm taking Pittsburgh minus the six. Um, When you start looking at it, uh, Stefanski is not going to be on the sideline. He's not going to be calling plays for the Browns. I think that's been the biggest improvement from them from last year to this year, has been the play calling. You know, going from Freddie Kitchens to just Stefanski and that offense has just looked—it looked a lot different. And I think not having him is going to be a bigger blow than even maybe missing a a player on defense or a single player on offense. Not having that consistency uh, coming through the headset to Baker Mayfield. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh minus the six. It's not that I'm a Steelers fan, which I am, but I think it's just you look at it and not having a head coach when you're going to miss uh, Joel Benito on the left guard position, you're going to miss a, some secondary players due to COVID. I think this is just a situation where the Steelers win by a touchdown or a, touch, or a touchdown on a field goal, which is, you know, it's more than six. So I'm taking Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to agree with you here. I really don't like the Steelers, um, but they're clearly the better team. We saw, obviously, not the same, but when the Lions didn't have their coaching staff, somehow they got much worse. Um, (laughs) So I don't think – and it's just Cleveland's first playoff game in forever. Uh, So I like the Steelers minus six as well.
3: I like the under on this one, so I picked under 47. Um, I think the only way it goes over is just the Steelers. Put up forty by themselves. Um, so the first time that they played the series thirty-eight to seven, Pittsburgh won. The Browns they don't have their head coach. So like I'm wondering if they can even be competitive. This is the first football like playoff game since like before I was a Saints fan. So like well before. Five years recent ago. Recent time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I just think like the Browns, like their best like strength is the run game. And like that's not good for overs. Um they don't they both don't have some <laughs> – they both have some decent defenses and, like, the Steelers are the only reason this game would go over and they haven't even scored 27 points since week nine. So I really don't envision this game being that high scoring. So I'm going to pick the under for this.
5: I, I agree with you, Couch. Um, I'm, I'm taking the under, too. Uh, it, it just the, – the circumstances surrounding this game – just kind of make it perfect that uh, – just a perfect under under candidate. Uh, not that I root for unders, um, unlike someone else on this podcast who won't be named, but
3: – I will name them. This is going to be Sean's, like, greatest Sean, game of all time. Sean's it's going to be, gonna be, like, a three to six, like, shootout for Sean. He's <laughs> just going to go crazy. Three to two. Sean's yeah. gonna,
5: yeah. Sean's <laughs> gonna, Sean's gonna come in his fucking pants. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Sean loves nothing more than a two-yard gain on third and six.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Depends on who I'm rooting for.
1: He's a, he's a big, he's a big Hayward fan. That's why. Yeah, he, for the he Steelers. loves the lot. Lot. Oh, oh, one.
5: I think oh, that's man. why. But Hayward's
1: out. I think isn't he for the Steelers? His brother.
0: Uh, yeah, He's got the so. worst case of COVID in the city of <laughs>
3: Pittsburgh.
1: Um, so I'm actually I'm going to pick the, uh, the Steelers to cover just because they literally just played and the Browns had a home game to clinch a playoff spot for the first time in 18 years and they won by two against the Steelers who had their backups playing. That just like everything about that should have been a Browns blowout and they could barely get it done. This team, this franchise, I do, I do want the Browns to win and I love, you know, bigger Mayfields and really most of their offense. Um Maybe not Hunt, but I do love, uh I I, I really like the Steelers in this spot right here. I don't think it's going to be close actually.
4: So if Kevin Stefanski was coaching. I would take the Browns in this spot. Um, But the Browns are 6-10 against the spread this year. Um, I just don't see – I think the Steelers win this one. I think they cover minus six. Deontay Johnson, my boy, he's going to be better than A.B. He's going to have a great game this weekend. Um, Big Ben is going to be well-rested. And I just like the Steelers minus six. Keontae Johnson
0: will win game MVP. <laughs> is, that, is that something they're handing out
5: now? <laughs> okay. Yes. He's right. expanded, expanded NFL playoffs wild card round MVP,
2: Keontae Johnson. Collinsworth will give him the MVP. Watch. P- the PFF <laughs> MVP of the weekend. <laughs> hey, that's that's good enough.
1: That's going to Car Willis. We already know that. Oh, Of course.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> SD do you have any I
5: already I already uh no I already I said my piece I'm taking yeah it. oh yeah. that's right I'm, yeah
0: just ignore me so now we go up to my favorite game of the weekend we have the fraud Tennessee Titans just because this is a point of contention between couch and myself <laughs> uh versus the Baltimore Ravens um I will start off here I love Baltimore minus three and a half it's their, their game versus Cleveland, where it's kind of back and forth, Lamar Jackson, had the he, he was sharding in the, the locker room, and uh, he kind of pulled a Paul Pierce. Uh, ever since that game, this has looked like an absolutely dominant football team, and usually championship teams, they always have that one game where they win where they're not really supposed to, or they have this miraculous comeback. I think that might have been the game for Baltimore. Uh, not predicting them to win the Super Bowl, but... Uh, I am predicting them to win this game. Uh, I am excited to see. I think this is going to be good old school football. I think it's going to be a high scoring game, uh, but I do like the Ravens in this.
3: Yeah. Um. Just to kind of offer a counterpoint, since I'm going to be picking the Titans plus three and a half in this game. Um, not picking them to win the Super Bowl, unlike some people have suggested, I am. But. Um, I just think that like Derrick Henry is such a bad matchup for Baltimore. Um, they're going to be focusing on him a lot. That's going to open up the, the, the passing game for Tannehill, and he's got A.J. Brown, um, Corey Davis, and he's got a good tight end. Um, and then like Lamar Jackson, he's great on the ground, but he struggles to make like good decisions on third down. So I think if the Titans' defense can kind of force him into those like third and long situations, they'll have a chance. Um, you know, they don't have the best defense, but I think Derrick Henry makes up for a lot of those issues. Uh, I, I think that if the Titans, that they can score first, um, kind of keep Baltimore like in check, and then just keep beating Derrick Henry, and then like it'll open up the play-action game, and they can like eliminate some time from the game. and so stuff. I think they could have a chance to win. Again, not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, unlike an unnamed person has suggested I said, but I do think it's going to be, um, the Titans game to win, so I'm going to pick Titans three and a half. I think they win, um, and I'm going to look like a smarter person than Odell Beckham Jr.
0: Ooh. I'm I'm going to save my rebuke for uh, <laughs> the, the next the next game we have here. Tutter, I know you have. What's your take on this game? This seems like I I really don't have a gauge of where you're leaning.
2: I've gone back and forth on this game like three times in the past five minutes. Um, I, I have really have no clue. Um, so I'm going to you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to take Derrick Henry. I'm going to take the guy who is leading, leading the league in rushing. He's got that 2k rushing. I think he can help Tennessee control the clock, keep the ball away from Lamar Jackson, um, get Tennessee into a range where uh, Ryan Tannehill can go ahead and make some plays to AJ Brown and go ahead and, you know, get it to Johnny Smith in the red zone, make some plays. I'm going to take Tennessee plus the three and a half.
3: That's cool. I like
0: it. Seth, what are you thinking here? I know Tennessee is your division rival. Um, and they kind of broke your heart on Sunday with that last second field yeah. goal. That was impressive. against Houston.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I- this is actually a little unfortunate because I I do actually like both these teams a good a lot actually because I don't know if you remember the last time I locked in the week was Baltimore over uh over Kansas City which did not work out but that was just because <laughs> I had a lot of faith in this team and they're rolling at the right time this is not a team that you really want to play and they're actually they're my dark both of these teams were my two dark horses but I really like the the Ravens here. Um I just think that Lamar, you know, he's he's on a mission right now. Here he has an MVP already. Um he has a couple playoff losses and that's like he has like a narrative building against him right now, more so than really anybody on the Titans. Um the Titans are just like kind of this good kind of fun team. They got this running back, but there's nobody like they're not catching any strays from the media or anything. And like Lamar Jackson definitely does. And pretty unfairly in my opinion, because he's young, he's the youngest quarterback in the entire playoffs. Um, And I think he's, he's aware of that and he knows the the narratives and he's going to come out. He's going to have his best playoff game ever. And they're going to win and they're going to cover that three and a half and they're going to, I don't know. I haven't looked a whole lot at the, the, how it plays out um, after that, but they're my dark horse team going forward.
0: Yeah. I think – yeah, I mean, both these teams are very interesting. I, they both play fun football. Like You yeah, just sit yeah. there and watch them, and it's just like – it's entertaining. So I, this is definitely my favorite game of the slate. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. T- takes, what are you feeling on this one?
4: I actually think this is um, uh, Ravens easy. Uh, minus three, Lamar Jackson coming back. he's he got uh, a lot of uh, shit in the offseason for his performance in the playoffs, but um, revenge Lamar is always dangerous. Um, the Titans have some nice pieces on offense. A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, uh, Tannehill, obviously Derrick Henry, 2K, I'll, that's why I'll bet the over in this game, but I think the Ravens in this one um, are going to be winning this game
1: easily. Yeah, I really see, don't uh, think there's.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sorry, Go ahead, couch.
1: Sam. Well, I was going to say we're going to see uh, shades of two, 2013 Joe Flacco here from uh, Ooh. from Lamar Jackson. <laughs> that was not what I was expecting.
2: <laughs> oh, I <laughs> think gonna you're satanic. No,
1: 2013 <laughs> Joe Flacco that kind of special run. Uh,
5: I, I like, I like the Titans plus the three and a half, honestly. Um, you know, I think, I think the Titans are just set up to be able to control the game a lot more than the, than the Ravens are the just the way their is run and the kind of personnel that they have. Uh, I think it's, it's track, it's tractor season. So everyone, you know, just kind of grab your kids, grab your wife kind of kind of bunker down you know i lamar took some steps backwards this year um he didn't i don't i've been fairly underwhelmed in the in the action i've seen of him um he didn't really improve on the things i was hoping he would improve on and i just think that i think a lot of the elite defensive minds in the nfl have figured out a I figured out a way to stop them and I consider Vrabel um, one of those elite defensive lines. So I, I I wouldn't be surprised at all. If, if the Titans can have the ball for like 38 minutes and win like 24, 17. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just all, all good points around. I mean, it's this is probably the most difficult game to pick. Um, the next one, our final NFL game of the weekend. We're going to start with Couch here. We have his New Orleans Saints playing the Chicago Bears. So, Couch, take us away. And this is going to be Drew Brees' last playoff. So, let's see. What
3: he yeah. Kind of not choke not last,
0: He's able to muster up. Not last playoff
3: game. But, yeah, last playoff for sure. Um, so, I'm going to pick the under 47 for this one. Or, no, I'm sorry. Wait. Wait. Under 47 and a half. Sorry. Um so, the past three weeks, Drew Brees has obviously not been himself. Um, and not been himself from, like, the past year, which has already been kind of, like, his last – like, he's not good. You know, again, I hype him out to be some, like, great quarterback right now. He's a great quarterback overall. He's going to make the Hall of Fame. But he's not the same guy he was, obviously. Um, and, like, the spread is minus 10, so I'm trying to stay away from that because I don't think that's going to hit. But, um, he, like, just, I feel like he's going to have to do a lot. For them to, to win by more than a touchdown. Um, so that's kind of why I took the under. Um, he's like six to three touchdown interception ratio since coming back. His completion percentage is decreasing, which makes me feel like he's not gonna be like throwing a lot of touchdowns and stuff. Um, Trubisky, I'm pretty sure, is the starting quarterback for the Bears in this game. Awful. Awful quarterback to the Bears. Um, just, he's a hard time making quick decisions, and the Saints have a pretty good defense. I think they're going to be putting them under, like, a decent amount of pressure, and that's just not a good combination for scoring and, like, scoring points and stuff. So I think it's going to be under 47 and a half. I think um, I want the Saints to win, so I'm going to pick the Saints. I think they are going to win off, so off of some, like, good defensive plays. Um, the ability to, to have guys like Kamara Murray-Hill, um, Jared Cook, the ability to have those guys be effective enough to support Drew Brees is going to be big in determining whether or not they win. Um, and then like this, can you stop an awful quarterback and Mitch Trubisky who's really got like one or two weapons and like Allen Robinson. And I don't even think they have another guy to be honest, maybe they do. Um, so I like the under in this one. I don't think it's going to be a whole lot of points. Uh, like the last time they played, it was 23, 22. I think the saints went in overtime. Um, which leads me to be, like, a little scared about this game. But I think they're going to win. It's the playoffs. Um, Hopefully he doesn't choke. (laughs) But, yeah, I like the under on this one.
2: Um, I'm going to jump right on that with you. Um, Just not because it's me being an unders guy, but it's just the two defenses that are playing in this game. They've been two really good defenses for the whole season. And when you look at it, Trubisky and the wins that he's got, like half of his wins are against the Lions, the Jaguars, and I forgot who the other team was. But they're the bottom three defenses in in the NFL. That's where half of his wins have come from. Um, his you know, both teams have a y- low yards per attempt. Um, Chicago's getting Jalen Johnson potentially back on the corner, so that should help their defense, which has been struggling a little bit. And both teams have a kind of slower tempo. Yeah, so I think that just kind of leads itself to an under. And then you look at the Saints, their last three home playoff games have been unders. Take that for what it is. It's probably nothing, but it's happened. It's happened the last three times. So I'm on that under 47 and a half as well.
5: Uh, yes. I'm gonna... Oh, sorry. Sorry, Brad. No, go ahead. Go ahead, SD. Uh, I'm taking the Bears money line uh, plus 400. Uh, you know, I, I the last the last few times the Saints have played the second team out of the NFC North to make the playoffs, uh, they've lost in embarrassing fashion. So I think the trend continues uh, this weekend against the Bears. You know, the Bears have a the Bears have a have a pretty legitimate front seven, and I think. I think that that's going to force the Saints into some third and long situations that's not ideal when you have a quarterback who's basically a corpse, <laughs> so I you know I, I think this is perfectly set up for like a, for like a Redemption Bears field goal kicker uh, doinking in field goal to end the game. Uh, so I'm taking the Bears money line.
1: I love oh, balls. Ballsiest pick so far, for sure.
0: Yeah, I I absolutely love that. And it's (laughs) maybe caused me to change my pick. We'll see in a few minutes. Uh, Sav, what do you got here?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to take the Bears to cover um, just because today um, news came out that Deshaun Watson wants to be traded. Um, And this is kind of... Uh, Deshaun Watson's sweepstakes game almost um, and I think if Mitch Trubisky's playing he knows the narratives around that situation regarding not only just his quarterback play in Chicago but specifically regarding Deshaun Watson and nothing would be worse for the Bears to try to trade him for the guy that he got drafted over um, in 2017 And I think he's going to have the game of his life. They're going to cover, but the Saints are going to lose. They just have too much talent on their team. That was total nonsense what I just said, but it was – I I have a feeling that's going to happen.
4: i got some nonsense for you. You ready for this? (laughs) Yeah. So, So, everyone talks about what a great defense the Bears have, but actually the over has hit in Chicago five out of the last six games. Wow. Interesting, huh?
1: <laughs> Sean just
4: on the road, the over has hit in six out of the last nine games that Chicago has played. Interesting, nice. right? However, if you go on the oh. other side, the Saints under has hit six out of the last nine games. But this Conflicted. is where I, this is where I'm making my decision right here. The total has gone over. In the Saints, five out of the last six games against the NFC North. Gets you thinking, right? So that's why I'm going to go with the
5: over.
1: I love that. That's that's uh, very analytical for you, takes. Yeah.
0: Very methodical.
1: <laughs> that's the yeah. That's the, Did you just? Well, might
0: be the, that might be the vaccine talking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did you just pull oh,
4: I have one more. I have one more trend. That I also wanted to be put out there. That Chicago is 0-6 against the spread, or the, excuse me, Chicago has lost the last six games against uh, New Orleans straight up. So, SD, just putting that out there. Trends,
5: trends are made to be broken, my friend. That's true. I ain't worried. I ain't scared. Doesn't matter. So Absolutely. Takes,
2: was that the most research that you put into a pick this entire season?
4: No, the Coastal Carolina overpick. So this was number two. <laughs> I would like to add this is the only data I have for my entire picking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if if uh if the Bears, you know, look like the old Rex Grossman Bears this weekend. Uh when he was just throwing bombs down the fields and just lighting the scoreboard up in uh, 2006 when the Super Bowl, loss of the course, yeah. but uh, yeah, I, wouldn't surprise me if if Mitch Trubisky looked like that.
0: I do have to say SD just inspired me. I was going to take the coward way out and just go with the total in this game, but I'm not doing that anymore. Uh, I'm not going to be as bold as to say that the bears are going to win. I'm not picking it. Well, I'll get to that. I'm going to go Chicago plus 10. Uh, SD just gave a general patent type speech. I'm fired up. I think that the bears are going to uh, really keep this game within reach for much of the game. I do think that the saints are going to win. There's more talented. uh, The running game is obviously Alvin Kamara's.
3: Someone record this.
0: He's amazing. Um, But the saints are known to choke and with that kind of lingering in my head, Drew Brees' head, uh, I think that Chicago can definitely potentially pull off an upset here. So I'm, I'm going to pick the Bears plus 10.
3: All right. got to go back to what Sam said about Mitch Trubisky looking like a good quarterback. I would put more money on a certain former Bacon Wire member Losing 200 pounds and becoming a male model. <laughs> and Mitch Trubisky looking like a pro quarterback in this game. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just telling
1: you, man, they got the, all the narratives. This is, just, this is a weekend for narratives. You got, wow. you got Lamar Jackson, who was like two weeks younger than Joe Burrow. And everybody's like, oh, I can't win a playoff game. He's, he knows that. He's, he's going to come out. And then you got Mitch Trubisky, who knows that he is dog-ass and he um you know he's playing against uh or you know he's playing basically for his life this weekend um so i don't know really no i didn't you know bring the analytics to the table like takes does all the time uh but, but i got a gut feeling we'll see
0: <clears throat> well all i know is i mean everybody except couch we're gonna be rooting for uh the bears which is going to be? Yes, and I, yes, I'm interested. I'm interested to see kind of what all seven Saints fans I've seen on Twitter what they're going to find to complain about after the game. I mean, oh. um, there's always there's always something that they they kind of got up their sleeve. I mean, they've lost the worst quarterbacks in the playoffs. They've lost to Case Keenum. They've lost to Kirk Cousins. Um, so you let's mean see better they, quarterbacks in the playoffs. No, C- Case Keenum is so bad.
1: Oh, I was talking about Kirk. Yeah, Kirk is better than, than Mitch Tabiski, but.
4: Yeah, put some respect that's, on Maga Kurt's name. I, I, I love Kirk Cousins,
0: but this name makes some of the dumbest moves of all time. No, definitely. But
2: what was that? What was that look on your face for?
0: My uh, the look I gave.
2: Yes, you're gonna doubt our, our king, Maga Cousins.
0: <laughs> I've just seen Kirk Cousins in multiple big games in the NFL, and it usually doesn't go well. It usually um, ends
1: on a pick six. <laughs> yeah, or spiking like, it with year? no time
0: left. I, I did. He,
1: no, but he, that's he his played point. New Orleans. That, I mean, New Orleans made
0: him look like Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. It just, he, he couldn't, he was completing every pass. They, the street, Kyle Rudolph in overtime was amazing. Luke win. Um, but Luke Quinn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, I think Mitchell Drabisky, I mean, he he offers that running ability too, which oh. something that the, the Saints might struggle with. Allen Robinson's a matchup nightmare. Um, Couch just threw up a picture from 1940 of the Saints' last playoff win.
1: And, you oh, know, let's know. let's keep it a buck. Mitch Trubisky definitely has more drip than Drew Brees, and that matters. It, it's a game. It
0: does. And he's got some great old tweets, as we know that people with uh, scandalous tweets are usually awesome people. So we're pulling from Mitchell Trubisky, and just so we can come and just no, we are not. I didn't couch his case that guy. about it.
5: No. He loves to kiss titties.
3: It's so <laughs> relatable. Like hey, hey, my quarterback, I'm not going to say it, but we all know what he does. He's, I'm not going to say it. He stands roots for, for the freedom. anthem.
0: Yeah. Roots for freedom.
3: Him. <laughs> yeah. He's going to bring that Super Bowl for Trump. He's, yeah. You just wait. You just wait for He's going to be sniping these passes like he's Chris Kyle. <laughs> 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 cool. Drew
4: Brees is playing inspired football, one would say.
0: Yeah, him and Tom Brady, they're coming out with a vengeance. They've got, they got a call from Camp David earlier, <laughs> just kind of a, a rallying speech, and this is uh, the other. Is some, stand okay, by. I'm, I'm going to stop by. Stand down and stand by. <laughs> um, so that takes us to our last pick of the week. We have the college football national championship. Uh, we've got Alabama against Ohio State. Uh, guys, what, what are you guys feeling about this game? I guess I'm gonna start this one. Out. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm rolling tide. Uh, I've said for a while that you don't fight against an angry Nick Saban, and that's proved to be correct. Uh, Alabama, they are more talented than Ohio State, which is tough to do. They've got the Heisman Trophy winner, and for some reason, this guy Sean Wade, who's been an absolute embarrassment this year, uh, he wants to cover Devonta Smith one on one. So. Uh, good luck with that. I don't think that's a good strategy. So I'm going Bama minus eight here. Uh, they might be adding another top ten pick back into the fold with Jalen Waddell, who is just as fast as Tyree Kill, but with better hands and uh, more size. So I'm I'm rolling tide here. I don't think Ohio State's going to be able to keep up on offense or defense with uh, Alabama. So give me the tide.
3: Yeah, I agree with you on this one, Brett. I just think that Alabama has been here, what, every year except for one? They've been in the playoffs, and they've been to the national title, like, so many times with Nick Saban. I just think that they have so much experience. And, like, Ohio State has that too, but not as much as Alabama. I just think that, you know, it, like, isn't Justin Fields still here for this game potentially? Um, I mean, if he is, I just think that Alabama is going to be too good and, like, too experienced of a team to lose this game. Um, I, I think Nick Saban, he's one of, if not the greatest head coach of all time. Um in the grind day, he's still got something to prove, I think. But I just think it's going to be Alabama's year, even if Justin Fields plays, I think. So I'm going to like the, the minus eight for Alabama here.
4: I like Alabama as well, um, especially if they have time to add Waddle to it. I want to go as far as to call him the next Tyreek Hill. I think that's a little disrespectful. Uh, just just small comparison. Mr. Cheetah. Um but I like uh, Bama in this one. Um, I also like the over. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this one. Uh, Sean will probably turn it off at halftime because it <laughs> met its quota. Uh, but, yeah, I like Bama in this one
0: uh, minus the eight. Poor, poor Sean shaking his head over there.
4: He's going to cry because there's so <laughs> many points going to be
0: scored. Oh, there's going to be a lot. A lot of points coming. Um Sav, wh- what do you think? I know you have been a huge Ohio State fan this year. Oh yeah. Really just hashtag let them play. So <laughs> it what's no, am- is Ohio State gonna win a championship?
1: I've um been big on the uh to like to make an homage to uh to Chase Winovich, the uh, the revenge aspect of the season. Um and the reason why I'm gonna go with Alabama is that their revenge is kind of against the whole season because they had that great they had like that 2010 type year last year where it was just they had too much talent and to, to be that bad granted it wasn't horrible objectively but it was you know you miss the playoffs completely you don't win the sec um then you get Najee Harris to come back who was like Probably a top ten running back in the NFL right now. Um, <laughs> he's there's no reason for him to be playing college football right now. He um, got the Heisman winner. He got Mac Jones. Um, and Take said this before, which is a really good point. This is most likely the biggest three headed monster on offense we've ever seen. Um, with Mac Jones, Najee Harrison, Devontae – Harris or Devonte. Uh, why am I Smith? Smith, man, <laughs> Smith. Right? Too many Heisman winners. No, I know. I just said too, too many, many well, not too many stars. Too many like average names in a row for me to. got <laughs> yeah, Smith, Jones, and 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 Harris. I'm just kidding. You I'm kidding. I messing Lord with you guys. <laughs> I'm messing with you guys. Uh, He's got Spartan fan syndrome. He's got the dementia. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I um I'm gonna take out to the role because I think Ohio State already got their. Um, their revenge this week or last weekend against Clemson because their whole season was against Clemson because they had that, you know, that bitter taste in their mouth and that fumble last year, Dabo owning them. So taking the tide and that uh, receiver is going to be pretty good this weekend. Whatever his name is.
3: <laughs> yeah. He's going to play for sure.
1: Yeah. As, as Steve, what, what
3: do
0: you feel about this game?
5: Um, I think Alabama's going to roll there there's no two ways about it. Ohio State secondary is big ass. Ooh. And
1: I think wow. the <laughs> they don't have a anymore. That's a problem.
5: Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> no
1: oh, can you Imagine
0: him against Jalen Waddle. Oh my god. I think I,
5: I think <laughs> that's
3: a good scheme.
5: <laughs> I think I think Devonta Smith's gonna eat I think I think if if Jalen Waddle does end up coming back uh, which sounds more and more like a possibility as we get closer and closer to the game, that it's going to, that it's going to happen. Ohio state's going to run into some um, Ohio state. It sounds like has some issues with COVID right now. Uh, so that's not good. I, you know, I think that. I, I, Bama's just, Bama's the best team in college football. There's no two ways about it. I said it on the bacon Wire pod earlier this week. they, Uh, Number one with a bullet, the best team in college football this year, and I think they're going to prove it on Monday. Yeah, hard to argue
0: with any of that. (laughs) So we have a resident Alabama thing here.
3: Oh.
4: That's what we had to wait for? (laughs) (laughs) Is this the lemon (laughs) version? Alabama,
2: Matt Jones, Devontae Smith, they're going to put up 40 on Ohio State. They've put up that many points on a lot of other teams. Uh, I don't think that changed a lot with Ohio State's defense. Their defense has had uh, secondary problems. I mean, Sean Wade, you know, you saw, you talked about it earlier, he said he wants Devontae Smith. Dude's given up the third most passing touchdowns against in the NCAA this year, and he's played six games. So. Um, I don't know how he's going to defend Devontae Smith. If Jalen Waddell is available for this game, that just makes it that much more complicated. And when you add, up, you add in Billingsley breaking out this season, you add in Matchy breaking out this season, you add in Forrestall as a, as a tight end who can, who can catch the ball and move the ball as well. And that's not even mentioning Najee Harris, who we've talked about as being an elite um, running back in college football. On the defensive side, yeah, they're going to give up some points to Ohio State. Um, how much? I don't know. Um, I just think that Alabama, at the end of the day, they score more. So I'm taking Alabama minus the eight. I don't. I don't really care. Um, I think Alabama's going to win by two touchdowns. That covers the eight, and, and that's that's where I'm for. for I want to take for the.
5: Sean Sean loves Alabama and has Alabama Wi-Fi.
2: Sean <laughs> yeah. cut out, but
4: he's actually taking Ohio State money line. Is what he <laughs> just texted? <him. laughs> in the under. Yeah, he uh... in the over. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. He said Ohio State money line and the under because he oh, thinks fun. So cool.
1: We didn't we didn't mention this, but this Alabama is one of the uh, other. Uh, 17 teams that he is a <laughs> diehard fan of. Uh, <laughs>
3: yeah. Sean, I wanted to ask you, you root for in the playoff game with MSU? Was it MSU or Alabama? Both. Don't say
4: anything for Alabama. Bro,
5: it'll it'll be like it'll be Just like when uh, it'll be like when uh, Brady Quinn. <laughs> it'll be like when Brady Quinn's sister was dating AJ Hawk, and they played each other in the <laughs> Fiesta Bowl. She got that half and half jersey. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that's a throwback. That's a throwback
4: right there. That's a great reference. <laughs>
5: Or was it AJ Hawk's sister dating Brady Quinn? It was Quinn's it sister was, dating Hawk, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah,
1: it was, I thought it was Hawk's. It was Hawk's sister dating Quinn. I thought.
0: God damn it! No, I think, way, I think it was, was Brady Quinn's sister. sister. Let me look it up. Because yeah, the sister was hot, so it had to be Brady Quinn's. Yeah, as
1: I was saying, it was a good-looking. Oh, but but then but Brady Quinn was hot, so she. Was yeah, good it was.
5: Guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was Brady Quinn's sister dating AJ Hawk.
4: Oh, it's disappointing. Sad thinks AJ Hawk is
1: hot.
5: Oh yeah, she's definitely <laughs> AJ Hawk's sister. He's
1: oh no, wait, what? oh no, <laughs> you just said no. That's Brady <laughs> Quinn's.
5: Yeah, that's Brady Quinn's. Yeah,
1: fuck. Okay.
0: <clears throat> such yeah, they've idiot. got good genes there. So those are our picks for the week. Um, I'm not making any predictions, but I feel pretty good, like every week. So we will be back next week for the divisional round. Um, so thanks guys for joining. Go green.
3: Go white chains. Go, go, sponge. go sponge, one last. go, go, go brains, go
0: go go Braden.
2: Roll type.